This is the Create the Smarts podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following into a profitable, future-proof education business that you control without being at the mercy of sponsors or algorithm changes. Each week we interview the world's leading creators to find out what strategies they use to diversify, stabilize and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan and you are listening to episode 142 of the Creator Smarts podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share with you the audio recording of a workshop that our dear friend Nate of the YouTube channel Channel Makers recently gave in our inner circle. And he's going to talk about how to know why your videos, well, why some of your videos explode and why some of them just don't perform very well. And it's really important to understand this because once you understand this, you can create more videos that perform well and grow your channel and your business much faster. So I hope that you're going to enjoy this presentation. It's about 35 to 40 minutes long. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy. Um. So here's the goal. Because I'm a student of YouTube, I spend a lot of time studying YouTube from a broad picture as well as a minutia picture. So um, the, the goal here is just knowing what causes a video to do well. So one of the biggest things that I've been looking to do is understand patterns and understand why things happen the way they happen um, for a variety of different channels. Now there's Obviously, there's going to be a level of unpredictability across all of it because, and I'll explain why here in a moment, um, but with each of these, I kind of compare it to uh, if, if I were, if we were playing a sport, um, let's say football, um, we'll say international football, right? Um, if I were playing a sport, there's someone, there's an individual player who's playing on a team and they know their part really well. There's individual YouTube channels that are building their channel. They know it really well. Um, I've been doing my best to understand it as a whole, to understand plays, to understand techniques, all of those elements. So that's kind of where I'm coming from with this presentation, because there are some unseen factors that I really think will be very eye-opening for uh, several of you watching this. So the thing I wanted to talk about here is less about individual metrics, so click-through rates, uh, all of the watch time, all of those things that we often are repeated, and more about this, audience intent. And this, it, with the frame, the lens of understanding why people choose to watch your videos, why one video explodes, another one doesn't explode. Because the YouTube algorithm, this is how I look at it. It's equals audience interest plus some elements of unpredictability. Um, Oftentimes, it can be frustrating to look at the algorithm and say, well, why did this video do well? Actually, Anna earlier on was saying, hey, I just published one of my favorite videos. It is 10 out of 10. Just this morning, I published a video and it was 10 out of 10. <laughs> and it caught me totally by surprise. I was like, hold on, what the heck is going on here? But after looking into it, uh, there's a few of these elements I wanted to share with you. Okay, so what I'm looking to do here is give you a frame of reference to, under, to, to see YouTube how I'm seeing it and see your own channel in, in a new light, okay? So what I'm talking about with audience intent here for individual videos, there's three elements that I see causing a video to perform the way it does. Whether it's good, it explodes, or it just totally tanks. 
or anything in between. First is for your audience, the topic. And that includes the marketing and delivery of the topic of the video that you're sharing. Um, so marketing is thumbnail title primarily. And the delivery is once they're in your video, how's the experience? Are people enjoying that experience versus not? Okay, following so far? Okay, next is the archetype of your channel. Now I'm gonna define that for you here in a moment because this is, was one of the most eye-opening things for me over this past year understanding it's essentially why audiences choose to watch content, the reasons they choose to watch it, and the way they like that content delivered to them. And there's a lot of different variables here. The next, and I'm going to explain more of what archetypes are here in a moment. And then the third thing is, this often is not thought about also, is the perceived time needed to get the content of your video. How long does the audience think that that content should take? And if there's a, there's a disconnect, then that video can be affected by it. Okay, so three archetypes. First one is, well, information, I'll just put them all out there. Archetypes for a channel is, the if, if you're looking at your own channel, I'm actually going to ask you this here in a moment. Why does your audience watch your channel? Is it primarily for information? Is it primarily for entertainment? Or is it primarily for connection with you as the channel maker? So for information archetype, what they're looking at is how valuable does this video seem to me? How useful is this video? That's the question I would be asking myself as I'm producing videos. How useful is this video? For entertainment, it's how interesting or how entertaining is this video? And then for connection is, it's, it's a bit different. It's I like this person and they posted a new video. I want to spend time with them. Does this video seem like a good hangout or time to spend together? Is it making sense so far? So every channel that you will find on YouTube has some sort of archetype. It has a leading archetype for the channel and often channels have a mixture of these. Um, so it can be, it could be leading 60% information, 10% entertainment and whatever the other percent, 30% uh, uh, connection. A lot of these elements, and I'm gonna give you an example here in a moment. This is in the way, here we go. Elisa, your channel. Information, yeah, I would say information and connection. I'm agreeing with uh, Jan here. I would say connection is a big part on this one because people are like caring about you delivering the content. Like it's, they want to know the information, but they like you doing it. And that's a big factor in it. And so why does this even matter? So as examples here, why does this even matter? Because um, if, for example, the Spanish dude were to produce a video all of a sudden that's, that's, uh, Hey, I'm, uh, what I had for breakfast, you know, a, a day in the life. And his channel is information archetype. If, he's, if he produced a video like that, would that video do well on his channel? Chances are it wouldn't because vlog, what I'm doing with my life is more connection. And so if he produced a video like that on his channel, it would probably just tank. It wouldn't do that well because the audience, their reason for coming to this channel is information first. Is this making sense? 
It's the information archetype. They're asking themselves, how useful is this video before I watch it? Xiao Ma, he's, he's done a fair amount of loggy style stuff, so he's got a bit more connection. But if he were to make a video all of a sudden, um, the top five uh, uh, conjugations in Chinese, like, like an information heavy video, would that do very well? Not necessarily. I think you're getting what I'm picking up here. And this plays into the entire, the entirety of how you decide to produce videos on your channel or your channels, if you have multiple channels. Um, and this is the reason why you'll often see a channel produce, will have a pr primary channel and then they'll start a secondary channel because they've gotten this, they've understood the secondary is for a different archetype. There's gonna be different reasons why they watch this versus something else. Following so far? Okay. Um, so back to, where's my presentation? Let's go back here. So what is your channel's archetype? If you were to say your leading archetype for your channel, what would you say? You can put it in the chat. I wanted to talk primarily about this information archetype in the framework of, remember the question is when a video does well, why does it do well? Or when it doesn't do well, why doesn't it do well? So I wanted to talk a lot about the information archetype because it's kind of a common denominator with a lot of uh, language learning channels, uh, which is what we have a majority here. So why do people with, if, if your channel is an information archetype style of, of channel, why do they like to consume content and how do they like to consume content? Well, why is because they're acquiring something new. They're acquiring a skill set. They have a reason they want to learn a language. The, the same would be the case if I'll use the other case. If I were doing a, let's say I was doing woodworking, I could frame the channel as here's how to do this whittling technique, this woodworking technique. I could also frame it as I'm making really cool projects. Watch me make really cool projects. Or I could frame it as a day in the life. This is what's happening. You see? The framing that I take for my content can have a huge impact on how I approach the content. And so one of the primary reasons why I see videos not do as well for a channel is because they've inadvertently not understanding this concept of leading archetype. They've produced the wrong archetype for their audience. They made a video that was the wrong archetype. So what that means is it, it's all based on, well, how do, how do you form that? It's your approach to building your content, building your channel, right? And over time, people will be attracted because of your delivery of the content, whatever archetype you're choosing. So with information, why do they consume content? It's because they're looking for skills. They're looking for answers to things. I just realized I have the chat up here. Can you, can you see that my chat on screen here? No, okay, good. That's just so I can keep... Um, keep tabs on it. Um, and so if you are leading with information and you do a video that's far outside of the information archetype, meaning they're there for how valuable the video seems to them or how much they're, they're acquiring skills or whatever information for what they're looking to do, their goals. They often have goals in mind. They're looking to accomplish something by watching your content. If you go too far outside of that, that is one of the biggest factors, reasons why a video will not perform as well. Um, and that applies to 
the topic of the video, as well as the marketing of the video, especially. So the thumbnail and the title, if there's something about the thumbnail or title that seemed too far out of the archetype, they're not going to watch it. I'll use the personal example. The video I published this morning, I called it, uh, what did I call it? Uh, you won't believe what's wrong with this video. Now, the problem was, it, it, it was 10 out of 10. I was telling people to this earlier. The problem was, I the audience is primarily information archetype. And the title seemed a bit more, and the thumbnail was, you know, it seems normal, but, and it was this whole mystery thing. But the title was a bit more entertainment. It was a bit more, oh, what is wrong with the video? You know, ooh, I got to find out versus how useful, how does this apply to me? How does this video, this content apply to me personally? If you ever lose sight of that as an information archetype channel, like how does this apply to me personally? That video, I will guarantee, will not do as well. If you can't clearly answer from an audience perspective, how does this apply to me? It's going gonna, it's gonna to tank. The next is how they like to consume that content. Um, so with this, it's the delivery of the content. Um, major mistakes I see. So within the content of the video itself, major mistakes I will see happening is you're an information archetype channel, but you start your video with a minute and a half worth of, um, hey, this is you know my morning routine. This is me making my matcha tea in the morning. You know, hey, this is this is what's happening. And the problem with that, you see the problem with that. People are there for the usefulness of the information, and they will leave the video if it doesn't feel like you're going to deliver on that information. Now contrast that if I were leading with a connection and you were too cut and dry, this is the information, um, then they might not like that either. They might not feel like you're a real person. Is this cool so far? Okay. All right. So let's talk about titles. Thank you, Anna. I'm good to hear that in the chat. And I saw the nodding there. Okay, so let's talk about titles. One of the biggest questions, um, and actually this applies to any other archetypes, is, is this what I'm looking for? Is this video what I am looking for? Now, I mentioned earlier on, I'm not going to be addressing so much click-through rate and all of that. This is based off of, and I'm going to go through real examples off of your channels if you're okay with this, which by the way, is, it, is, anybody, is anybody not okay with me using looking at your channel and just looking at different videos on your channel. I won't be able to get to everybody's channel. Is anybody not okay with that? Just let me know. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, so this question, is this what I'm looking for? That's, that's what the audience is asking themselves, no matter what your archetype is. So looking at here, the first thing you're looking to do with titles is speak their language. Now, this is kind of funny because there's a lot of language learning channels here, right? But what I'm referring to here is what are the words that they are using in their mind to describe what they're looking for? What is the language that they are using to describe what they're looking for? Um, so the first thing I'm looking for with titles is, is this. Like, um, I, I'll, I'll share a personal example here. Back in the ye old days when I was at uh, college at the university, uh, there was a point where I, I don't know, it was, I was kind of crazy. I wanted to help my classmates out. I saw that a lot of them had, could, could benefit from kind of organizational skills, understanding how to prepare for tests, uh, some mindset stuff. So I went in 
Uh, and I went to the office and I asked them, well, the, the, the office that was in charge of renting out rooms on Saturdays. And I asked them, I, I said, hey, I want to do some presentations for my classmates um, on, on Saturdays. Can I rent out a room? And the response I got was, what? <laughs> like, who does that? That's so weird. Why would you do that? And, and it was a no. It was genuinely, they, they said, no, we won't do that for you. No, you can't rent out a room. Uh, and then I, I left and I was like, what the heck? I want to help people out. What's, what is wrong? Why did, why did they refuse me? And I realized, oh, I wasn't using their language. I wasn't understanding what they were looking for. And so I went back and I, I turned it around. And I said, look, I am looking to help students to have study skills, to get better at tests. And so that they can be more ahead and feel uh, better about themselves with their experience at this university. Can I rent out a room? Can I do some presentations? And it was an immediate yes, because I had switched around the language that I was using, speaking their language. Okay. So that's the first thing. Um, I need to get this. How to get, sorry, the chat window is in the way for me. Let me go back here. So major question they're asking themselves when you're writing the titles for your videos is how useful, this is the audience, how useful is this video to me? I kind of already covered that. And how urgent is it for me to watch this now? Now, this one is going to be an eye opener probably for some of you here. How you frame the title and the thumbnail of your video determines how urgent that video feels to watch right now. Now, it's not that you have to make every video seem, oh, I got to watch it right now, but how you frame it will determine that. Now, the, this plays into the factors of longer videos. For example, there's if a video is longer and it's framed as a complete guide to learning Spanish, we'll just say that, and it's an hour-long video, they may think, that is a valuable video. I'm going to bookmark it and come back to it later. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Or if, if the video is, uh, it's a five minute video and they say, and the video is something along the lines of this one mistake or try this one um, technique to improve your Spanish learning today. And it's a three minute video, three to five minute video. They look at that and they say, hey, I got three minutes. I'm going to watch it right now. You're getting the difference here? And the way you frame the title will determine how urgent it is for them to watch it right now. And the length plays into it in a, in a big part. We're going to be talking about video length here in a little bit. Just checking in with everybody. Is this making sense so far? Okay. Um, we're going to have Q&A at the end. I'm just making sure everybody is good. John's saying a bit like copywriting. Awesome. Okay. So next concept I wanted to describe is what I call the awareness pyramid. It's video cap and spread. So here's how I look at it. This is another factor. We're moving on to another factor on why videos will spread versus not, um, or why a video will not do as well versus do well. The more aware your audience is, so we've talked about using the language that, that they're thinking, right? But more the, the more awareness your audience has, for the concept or the topic of your video, the more that that video can spread, the more potential spread, okay? And I'm gonna share some examples here in a bit. Um, 
the the factor to keep in mind here is there is a audience size cap. YouTube is unique in that we can see how big a potential audience is based on already existing channels. So we can look and say for this similar video that I'm if I am I planning a video and I say um, for this similar video the similar topic I can go and see how many views did that video get across YouTube? What other similar videos? How many views did it get? And it's even better if I can look at channels that have a similar archetype to the video I'm looking to produce and see this is about the cap that I can expect that video to perform at um, and not beyond that. It's not really realistic to expect beyond that unless it's kind of a new thinking or original thoughts type of video. Um, and then the more interesting your video seems and then delivers on that promise, the more it will spread. I mean, this is kind of YouTube 101 here, but it's important to note that when you have, when you're planning a video or when you produce a video, you publish a video, you say, this video did not spread as much. It could be because of this. It could be that that video is literally a less awareness video and the, the cap is lower on that video, or it could be that, or it could be the second factor here of just the more interesting your video seems, your video just doesn't seem that interesting. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's it not that useful. And so it, it's not spreading. It could be one of these two factors. Uh, now let's talk about thumbnails. Again, under the framework of, is this what I'm looking for? So for information videos, this one is interesting because the primary thing I'm looking at here is, is this video valuable? Can it, um, the thumbnail, potentially even more than the title of the video communicates value? and the value of the video. If you have an information archetype channel, which we've already established a lot of us here do, sorry, I gotta move my chat again. It's still in the way for me. Um, with this question, with your thumbnail, does the thumbnail communicate value? And the, the audience, they're, they're judging your thumbnail and saying, is this a valuable video? And if the thumbnail is too generic or plain, there isn't a perception of value. Um, and it's, it's very interesting because we often look at YouTube and we see creators like Mr. Beast, for example, that his thumbnail is, you know, his face expressive, and then he's got something crazy happening. And we think, oh, we need to do that. And I would say, no, with information archetype channels, you don't want to do that in many cases, unless you're going for the urgent quick win video. But in most cases, that's not what we're going for. We're going for valuable videos. Is this cool? Um, so what we're looking at is um, with thumbnails communicating value and then how valuable. Those are the two big questions the audience is asking. How valuable is this video? Is, is it valuable and how valuable? And then the third thing, and this is actually another big advantage of thumbnails is should I be looking for this video? Should, should I be looking for this video even though I didn't know it already? You see, we need to communicate the topic in the title a lot in the, of the video, but the thumbnail gives us the opportunity to show the audience that they should be looking for that video, even if it's a less awareness uh, video. Okay. Now let's talk about video length, the audience perception of the length of the video. This is one of the unseen factors that we don't often think about. First of all, we just need to speak this is basic level, YouTube's goals for audience behavior. They want people to stay on YouTube as much as possible, right? So the, audience, the, the assumption is, well, okay, 
um, the, the more time on YouTube, the more YouTube makes, that's great. So if your videos keep, keep people on YouTube longer, YouTube is happy, right? We all know that. But beyond that, it's, it's easy to assume, well, I should just make longer videos. Not the case. We need to match the length of the video with the perception of the audience of how long that video should be. Okay. So um, these are a few examples. This is by no means an exhaustive list, but the audience perception, is this a story? Is it a tips or tricks video? Is it a guide or is it a walkthrough or an experience? And based on how you market the video, the audience will prejudge how long that video should be. So what I'm seeing is uh, with a tips or tricks video, for example, if it's a tips or tricks video, typically on YouTube, you're looking to do no more than 12 minutes for a video, you know, typically eight to 12 minutes. People see that if it's shorter than that, unless you frame it as one single tip or trick, uh, if it's a, if it's, if, if your video was uh, the top eight things to, to improve your Chinese today, let's say that was an example. And it was a three minute video perception is going to be off because people are going to go, is that long enough to give me that? to be valuable to me. Remember, we're coming back to how valuable is this video. Um, it's why you'll see videos that are two hours long. And I saw it several, on several of your channels, two hour long videos that do great because the perception matched on this. So we could go through examples of all of these other ones also, but I'm thinking this is making sense for you thus far. If it's, it's likewise, if it was a, this one thing changed, how I viewed this language and it was a 20 minute video, there might be some dissonance or some disconnect on like, why is that video 20 minutes long? Shouldn't it be shorter? So that's another factor. Okay, so with that in mind, I wanted to go and look at a few of uh, your channels. That's all right. Examples of how to show value in a thumbnail. Let me show you. So I'm gonna primarily look at um, Lucy, Vanessa and Anna's channel because they were the ones that responded to my uh, Facebook post. <laughs> uh, I asked a while back, I said, hey, uh, what are the questions you have? And they were the ones that responded. So <laughs> uh, and, uh, yes, it's the VIP treatment here. Okay, so let's talk about the value thing. Um, and Lucy, I think you're still here. I haven't been seeing who's, yes, you are. Okay, great. So I'm gonna look at some of your thumbnails if you're all right with this. Uh, differences that I'm seeing, so actual results. Now, again, I, I've got to say this here. I am sports team analogy. I'm not on the inside of the sports team, so I don't have access to all of your analytics. I'm looking from an outsider's perspective and trying to put myself in the seat of the audience based on what we've been doing. So this one, um, 9.6 million views. Learn all 16 tenses easily in under 30 minutes. The title is very clear. It's clearly defining what is in it for the audience. The thumbnail, um, let's see if my video, whoa, VidIQ will come through here. Thumbnail, this is funny because I would typically not recommend doing this because there is so much going on on this thumbnail. There's so much text. I would typically not recommend this. However, this one is working because of the perception of value. So what's going on in this one? So learn all 16 tenses in under 30 minutes. We've got a clear promise 
16 tenses. I've got to learn this. There's value here, right? We've got Lucy's face, which is great. It's a branding element, which means, you know, you're familiar. Uh, they know it's from you. And then we've got just listed all of the tenses. We're literally showing them in the thumbnail. This is what's going to be shared in this video. Um, and you see visually all of the value that's going on in this thumbnail. Are you following? Um, so let's go back to the channel. Um, compare it with this one, the very next one. And this one is kind of interesting because I don't think that... Um, so the, the, the thing here is we followed a similar format for the thumbnail, reported speech, use it correctly, right? Um, this one compared to the other one didn't perform as well. It'd be interesting to, if you have additional insights on this, Lucy, but this one, 200,000 views, which compared to other ones was not as high as some of the other ones. It's not horrible or any by any means, but this one, when I look at this thumbnail, it's great. We've got examples. There's a, there's a element of value, but then the awareness pyramid plays in here. Reported speech versus tenses. So it's natural for this video, reported speech being a less awareness element um, aspect of speech to have less awareness, meaning less interest overall. Is that making sense? Still valuable, but not as um, clearly defined for the audience. Yeah, can I just say one thing yeah. um, that I noticed, which is really interesting having the beauty analytics, um, was the reported speech video and the kind of more niche videos bring in way higher quality leads that are much more likely to convert, which is very interesting, I think. Interesting. Um, and I've been experimenting with putting a lot of text in my thumbnails. And sometimes, as you can see with that tenses video, it takes off, but it has to be the right topic because on other ones, they've just tanked. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. And actually what you bring up a good point because the, the only goal isn't, the goal isn't just have every video explode, which is actually part of, based on the discussion we had at the beginning. We're talking about in this context of YouTube, right? Getting a video to explode. But your point of more leads, the more niche videos or, or the further in they are, the more likely they are to be, become leads, right? So I think I love that you brought that up. That's a great point. Okay. Um, where uh, I'm trying to remember where I was. So examples here, this is, I don't know if, Vanessa, are you here? I might skip this if Vanessa is not here. Vanessa couldn't make it. Okay. All right. Anna, are you still here? I know she had to leave. It's all right. I see her in here. Okay. Hello. Okay. Um, so with this same example, we've got, we've got, well, I mean, based on what we've talked about, what I'm seeing here is we've, we have to go off of what's a baseline, what's above, what's below, right? And so when I look at a channel, I look at what's a baseline, what's an average on views. Again, I don't have access to analytics, but I'm speaking what's an average of views. And so when I look at these, we've got a lot of uh, YouTube shorts more recently. Um, if I were to say an average from about three months ago, about seven, 15 to 17,000 views. This one, 23,000 views, higher. 
perception of value. If I look at this thumbnail, it's 20 fun similes. Um, the perception of value, you have it listed in the thumbnail. So it's like, oh, this is what I'm going to get out of this video. Is that making sense? Um, and so compare that with, let me see some of these other ones here. This one, for example, is this the one you were referring to that you were more proud of? The, no, this one? Is it not showing? It's not showing up there. I don't know why. Well, that's weird. Um, it's the, it's the, my, my latest one is the one about brains. It's brain idioms. And it's literally the picture of a brain in a frying pan. Oh, well, that's weird. It's funny it didn't show with me. Okay. Okay. Um, so back to what I was saying here. The So when we look at this, we're looking at information archetype again, right? We're looking at perception of value. So title, thumbnail, is this what I am looking for? Um, I would argue, and again, you, you said you were okay with me doing this. This title, I must stop saying but, the title kind of springs into a different archetype, I would say. If we were leading with information, now again, this is opinion and feel free to disagree here, um, but this title, for example, I must stop saying but, that sounds more of a connection or an um, entertainment archetype to me. And so when I look at that, I think the video is still did, did great. Um, but when I, I, I'm looking at this and I say, okay, what would have been another way to frame this based on the archetype or the, the approach that I'm looking for with my channel to communicate the same thing? Um, I think the thumbnail is good. It's one word changed my life. It's like, oh my goodness, this, this happened. But again, we're, we're moving into, there's interest elements, but we're moving into a, another archetype, which is great if that's the direction you want to go, which it actually sounds like in your most recent video, what you were describing earlier, you are wanting to go more into that. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, my, I definitely want to be more ent entertainment education mm -hmm. rather than just standard education. But yeah, if trying to find a way to make your your thumbnails kind of and your title stand out, it's I find it really hard. As you can see, I'm not really moving. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. what would be ways? Um, Lucy says in the chat, what jumps out to me in the brain was is that your face isn't in it, and that's actually true. You've got your face in almost every other one before this, and then this one doesn't have your face in it. Mm -hmm. That could be a factor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wondered how important having my face in it would be if I'm actually aiming to reach a, a new audience rather than just focusing on my audience. My face is fine for my audience, but if I want to grow, I didn't. I was just playing to see if it was just having more of a shocking thumbnail would play a better role than my face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the brain looks awesome. <laughs> it looks great. Um, but yeah, this is a great question. So. I'm taking a step back here on all of these, the concepts, let me go back to the, the slides here. Um, let me, let me explain a bit more of the, this, the last factors here, and then we can get into Q and a, I'm thinking this is making sense thus far. Let's talk about other factors that can contribute. And remember at the beginning, I was talking about less on the analytics, more on the audience. 
audience intent, why a video performed the way it did versus not. So these are the, some other factors that I see happen. Topic authority. I am literally seeing, I, I used to be a naysayer on this. I used to say YouTube does not have a channel authority metric. I'm backtracking on that. I am seeing that you, channels can establish authority on a topic. And if they see that your channel gets associated with a certain topic on YouTube, future videos on that topic are more likely to spread. The next one is experience with previous video, your audience. What was the experience they have with your previous video that will greatly affect whether they'll watch future videos and watch through it? And then the last one is I keep track of comments. I watch comments on videos to see audience sentiment, how they're, how they're liking it. Uh, there's the end, there's Q&A. Uh, I'm gonna stop sharing here unless people want to look at individual channels. Um, but yeah, who has questions? Do you have questions? All right. Thanks for listening. That was the episode for today. Um, yeah, as you could hear, we also had a Q&A session, but um, yeah, there were some personal questions. So I'm, I'm yeah, can't, I'm not able to share those questions on the podcast. But if you're interested in joining our inner circle, then just go to our website and see what we have to offer there because we might be able to help you growing your creator business as well. That was it for today and see you in the next episode. Ciao.